bomb, bomb. Smokey and the brisket, Nikki and Crystal eat it. Tell you if it's great or if it's not. Two, three, four. Barbecue in T.O. Toronto. Not what it's known for, but that's where we are, so it'll do. Woo! Hello, and welcome to Smokey and the Brisket, the podcast where two local morons talk about Toronto barbecue. I'm Nikki Ashworth, and with me is my partner, Chris Melito. And our guest diner, Alvin Campana. Thank you, Alvin, for joining us. Really do appreciate it. Very happy to be here. Thank you very much. Alvin, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do? I am a television editor in Toronto. I'm also a freelance videographer as well. And uh, I guess a filmmaker. What are some of the projects that you've worked on? Stuff that like people people that are, are, are many and very large number of listeners would... <laughs> would... <laughs> would want to would, would be familiar with i think the 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 most popular show that i've ever worked on is a show called departures and that was a, a canadian travel show that lasted for about three seasons back... wait a minute was that award winning did, did you win an award for that of some have. variety <laughs> tell us about that chris <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Nikki and I and Alvin have been friends for, for quite a number of years. So, like, you know, fair warning on everything. Um, and in a lot of cases, the guests that we'll be having on the show, our guest diners, will be people that we know. Um, We're not at that point where we can coax strangers we can't. into doing I mean, maybe yet. one day we'll be able to get, like, a famous chef. Like, we could get Guy Fieri in here or something like that. <laughs> Welcome to Chris's basement, Guy Fieri. <laughs> He'll take us to Flavortown. It'll be wonderful. Who, who wouldn't listen to that? Um, in any case, yeah. So it's going to be people who we know. So as you as you heard, Alvin is an award-winning editor. And the joke that we often make is you cannot go without mentioning in some way, shape, or form that Alvin won a Gemini for his editing on the now-defunct Geminis. Yes, yes. They're, did you, get, they're did you have, like, the last one ever? They, they had one more year of Geminis, I think. And then, uh, and then the Geminis and the genies got put together they for got the Canadian Screen Awards. Together they had a Canadian baby, Screen Awards. and it was called <laughs> Canadian Screen Awards. Uh, yeah, the, the less... Uh, uh, I don't, people just call them the CSAs now, and uh, cool. I guess that sounds a bit more official, but maybe less character. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Yes, You're, congrats. Yes, yeah. I, I have one of the last Gemini <laughs> ever. Like the last unicorn. Like some, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Impressive. <laughs> so we were eating at uh, Breakwall tonight, which is a fantastic uh, little restaurant. Um, in the beaches. In the beaches in Toronto. Uh, in fact, uh, well, their contact us page on their website does not have their address. So now I feel like a big idiot and everyone gets to hear me typing. Because I have a mechanical keyboard. Wait, if off the top of my head, as I recall, it was 1015 Queen East. Am I correct? Stand by. Am I correct? No. Oh, darn! You're close, though. Was I? Yeah. 1910 Queen Street East That's in Toronto. Not close at all. For those of you that need the postal code. No, I'm not going to give you the postal code. <laughs> uh, but it's yeah, basically a Queen and Woodbine um, in the yeah, beaches. Just a little and, east of Woodbine. Uh, if, if you're looking for them, they're at breakwallbbq.ca. That's breakwall, all one word. But you can't really put spaces in URLs. They don't allow that. I think it's against yet. the rules, yeah. So breakwall, all one word, and then bbq.ca uh, is is how you can uh, how you can reach them. And they're also uh, they have the social medias. So they have a Facebook page, and then they have their um, Twitter handle is breakwall bbq all one word, and their Instagram is the same. So if you're looking to find out some information about the people at Breakwall, 
highly recommend hitting up their website because it's got some contact information on there, menu, a bunch of other stuff. And, and note uh, that this restaurant is not wheelchair accessible. Yeah. Uh, so just something to keep in mind. Yeah, that's something that we're going to talk about with all of our, uh, all the podcasts. We'll let you know how accessible. Um, and I would say that like maybe the front, their front, front outdoor patio, patio might yeah. be accessible. No, there's a step There's still one there step, step and there was no yeah. wedge for yeah, the step. You, well, they might have it like hidden or whatever. Like they could grab it and pull it out, but, yeah. but not in the winter. No. Not in a snowy October in Canada. It's not snowy yet. <laughs> snowy July. Snowy. <laughs> so, yeah, so not uh, not wheelchair accessible. Um, but re- like restaurant-wise, ambiance-wise, Nikki, what did you think? I liked it. Uh, I thought it was, uh, it kind of reminded me of, this is going to sound bizarre, like a down-home cottage kind of vibe. Um, I didn't find it super slick, which I liked. I also didn't find that it played up too much on the, we do barbecue, so everything's wood. Um, It it had a a nice mix of just a comfortable looking atmosphere in terms of the decor um i mean we were there in october so there was uh, some seasonal halloween decorations that were actually not cheesy they were well done i enjoyed the scarecrow the scarecrow was scarecrow nice. was the scarecrow highlight was uh yeah. had a pumpkin yeah. head yeah um, i did eat a cobweb accidentally though <laughs> <laughs> i did there was no. I, Don't well, I mean, say we, were that. There, we were there to Is eat, it? and I thought it was cotton candy, and it wasn't, and I'm very sad about it now. Licks the walls. <laughs> stop, stop licking the walls. I, it's right com- now, Chris. Stop licking the walls. <laughs> Look, I saw, I saw Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory when I was a kid, and it made me it. think that all wallpaper was lickable. And it's, it's disgusting not. seeing Chris um, in men's washrooms. I, I, oh. <laughs> Speaking of washrooms, great segue. Oh, I didn't um, use the washroom. You didn't use I, the washroom. I, I didn't, I didn't I need did. to. So, yeah. Nikki, how, how was how was the I would women's say washroom? that the while the washroom was clean, it did not seem at all in any way thoughtful. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Very standard. Yeah, the men's metal washroom. Metal stall. Kind of cold. Not I, very bright. Okay. I'm not used to seeing much thought put into men's washrooms, so when I, like, I think the thing that stood out to me for the washroom, I didn't think we'd be talking about the washrooms. <laughs> you've, you've joined us for Smokey and the Brisket, a, a Toronto podcast about bathrooms and restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> bathrooms in barbecue restaurants in Toronto. It's really niche, but you'll like it. <laughs> Okay, one thing that stood out to me was that there are no urinals. It's just the stalls in the okay. men's washrooms, right? And which is fine, whatever, right? But they prop the doors open, and which I thought was nice. And you can't it, close them? Uh, well, no, not in the stalls. Sorry, the okay. the door to the actual washroom. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I, just can't. <laughs> I can't close this damn door. <laughs> and people just stand and stare <laughs> at you. <laughs> they pay people, at bathroom attendants. To watch you use the bathroom. <laughs> one strange thing I noticed, which they don't. Was... Just wait. I just need to clarify something. <laughs> Breakwall Restaurant does not pay bathroom attendants <laughs> to watch you use the bathroom. I just want to be clear about that. <laughs> my point about the ba- the door being cracked open, Alan. I just want to say, oh was that I didn't have to touch the door walking out of it, right? Which that, is good. That is good, yes. Because then, because I was just like, oh yeah, actually that makes sense because I'm going to go eat with my hands. Yes. And it's like, I don't want to be touching doorknobs. Yes, and, and mazel tov to Alvin as well, who he and his wife Jenny will be very shortly joined by a third 
yes. member of the family. So mm-hmm. you got to be careful. You don't want to get the baby with the germs and the things. That's right. I you might want take... those barbecue, barbecue cooties. <laughs> That's right. Barbecuties. <laughs> barbecuties. <laughs> I was going to say barbecuties. And I just hesitated. <laughs> what, were, what were your thoughts, Alvin? <laughs> don't hesitate and swear. It's a podcast. We can do whatever we want. Barbecuities. Barbecuities. Maybe that should be the name of the podcast. No. <laughs> I, I do think you should make t-shirts now. Barbecue. Barbecuties. Don't oh get God. barbecuties. Oh Hashtag Smokey and the Brisket. <laughs> Done. Um, <laughs> Alvin, what were, your, what were your general thoughts on the ambiance? The, the uh, the, nothing really stood out to me uh, in the dining area. It was, it was fairly, um, like, it, it, there was nothing bad, nothing great about it for me. Uh, I did like that outdoor patio, though. I thought it was a nice setup, and the lighting was really nice. And I think in the summer, that would be a really nice spot to sit. And I did notice that where we were sitting at the front of the restaurant, that is a, like, it's a garage door window. Yeah, big roll-up door. It rolls up. And so, yeah. like, it would still be nice to sit by that spot in the summer as well. But uh, I would like to check out that patio in the summer. I think that would be really good. Cool. Um, my thoughts were, I liked that they had, like, a TV in that front eating room and I think they had a couple other TVs so it wasn't too sports bar-y but also if you're going for dinner one night and you want to watch you know I don't know a World Series playoff game or maybe you prefer hockey you could watch (laughs) hockey um anything of that particular nature so but not like intrusive where if you go to like a place like Real Sports downtown where they have like I don't know what 900 television screens in that in that one bar or whatever. I will, I will say that was a non-sports person that you guys talking about what was going on on the TV happened a lot. <laughs> and that's when I tuned out. Yeah. yeah. Well, well it's the World there. Series. Okay. Yeah. It's, the, it's special. The, the, the Dodgers and the Red Sox are in the World Series <clears throat> and it's, it's special. It is. I agree with that. But I'm a big idiot for baseball so it doesn't really matter what I think. We should probably talk a little bit about the actual barbecue style that they serve there. I thought it was really interesting. Normally you... Yes. Yeah. So like normally you would go to a restaurant and they would have a style. It would be, you know, Texas barbecue or maybe one of the Texas derivatives like East Texas or whatever. Or maybe it's North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's, um, uh, you know, Georgian style, yes. something along those lines. Or a bit, We were doing a bit of research, obviously, for the show and, and uh, um, Nikki found that there's, one, there's, a, there's a style called Hawaiian... Yes. But so what what did the waitress say about what their style so, was? So uh, to paraphrase what the waitress said, she said that they don't actually aspire to be any one specific genre or style of barbecue because it keeps them open. They feel that if they uh, focus on one particular style, that the food will get too narrowly defined and that they can't open up to new experimentation, to specials, uh, to new types of food. Um, on that note too, what was interesting about this particular restaurant is they did have a lot of what would probably be considered healthy options yeah. or, um, health conscious options. Uh, they had quinoa yeah, as a one of the side, sides. Yeah. which was very unusual. I've never seen that in a barbecue restaurant before. They also had a lot of different roast vegetable, um, and the dishes. mango salad. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Well, let's get we to that when we talk that. about the yes. calamari. Um, the thing that I also found interesting was that most barbecue places, the menu focuses, like, I want to say, like, 60% on barbecue, 70% on, like, traditional oh, barbecue yeah. dishes, and this place was almost the opposite of that. Like, they still had plenty of good barbecue options, but, there was but a the lot rest else. of the... Exactly. Yeah. Lots of other menu and options. And I'm pretty sure a girl behind me was eating a chicken parm. Oh, interesting. Which, oh, I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't see it on the menu because I didn't comb over the whole menu, but it, it looked like some sort of a 
chicken schnitzel or a chicken parm thing with pasta. I think that pasta. whole table had sandwiches. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Somebody had a big salad behind behind mm-hmm. you as well, Nikki. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I absolutely recommend going to the website breakwallbbq.ca and checking out their menu to see if they have the type of thing that you like. Um, and we can talk a little bit more about their dessert options and whatnot. Um, we should probably, what do you think? Should we move on to rating the food? Is that, is that the, the thing that we should talk about? Yes. And full disclosure, we have not discussed what our own personal ratings are. No, that's right. This no, will be fair. the first time we've, we've uh, spoken about the numbers. So, uh, the, so the, the standard um, procedure that you're going to hear as you listen to more and more of these podcast episodes is that we will do ratings for ribs and brisket, which is something that we're going to have at every restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, po- probably end up also eating pulled pork at most places and wings at most places, but those two things for sure, ribs and brisket, and you'll get a rating. And our rating system, Nikki, tell us a little bit more about our rating system. Uh, so we're going to do it one out of ten uh, rather than one out of five because we think that's a, a more fair scale to really assess whether something is, is good or not. Because if you're going from one or five, it's, you know, if it's a three, it's like, ooh, harsh. Well, a three, <laughs> a three is 60% and a four is 80%. Yes. Right. That's a huge jump. Yeah. No, it's a big jump. Right. So yeah, I think having more and it's and it will be a rating out of ten used napkins, whereas yes. more napkins is better than fewer used napkins. I like it. Uh, <laughs> um, I think Get probably. It? <laughs> I think we'll probably also um, aim for trying to have a lot of the more traditional sides and stuff. So like cornbread is something that you find at most barbecue places and they didn't have cornbread, which no. it wasn't, a, I, I'm not disappointed by that. Although I like to have cornbread. So, you know, I'm always going to want to eat it. Um, and you know, stuff like mac and, mac cheese, and cheese again, which is something mm-hmm. that they did not have on their menu, but they did have some interesting things like Nikki mentioned earlier, the side, the, 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 the side quinoa. was quinoa. Yeah. Quinoa. That was, that and those was buns. What were the those? slider buns. Yeah. 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 So the slider buns. So we ordered, um, like a platter that came with, the big, uh, big boy platter? I the big boy platter, called? that is correct, yes. And it came with ribs. Brisket. Yeah. Wings, wings, which you could choose to either be smoked. Yes. Or, I guess, fried? Dusted, I think Dust, that's Dusted, yeah, yeah, smoked or so, dusted. Yeah. Um, and then we also got uh, the pulled pork. Pulled pork. Um, yes. And we were allowed three sides. Uh, we got two servings we, of fries. <laughs> two servings of fries. <laughs> Because we decided not to go for the quinoa. No, and, or any uh, of the other things. And a coleslaw. And a coleslaw. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It was a lot of food. It was. And the wings came with a dill dipping sauce. There was a dill dipping sauce as well as a horseradish The horse. Sauce. Well, I think the horseradish came with... I think the horseradish comes with every comes with that particular platter, mm-hmm. and then the dill sauce was specifically, was specifically for, the, for the, wings. the wings. And you can also choose a sauce on the wings, which I will say most barbecue places do not do. Mm-hmm. It's basically if you're getting wings, you're getting their smoked wings that they make on site, and that's what you get. There's not really sauced. So and they had many sauce they options did. too. Yeah, they had like a lot of the classic ones, like suicide, medium, uh, honey, uh, honey garlic. They had. Uh, there was another sweet option as well, I think, but mm-hmm. they 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 had quite a few. Yeah, but according to the waitress, the the only signature flavor that they had there for wings was their suicide. suicide. Yes, which I don't often go towards. I'm not a suicide guy. Me neither. I I would like to actually be able to taste the chicken. Yes. Yeah. I, I actually like a good suicide wing, but for the sake of this podcast, I didn't want to destroy my mouth with just chicken. Right. And then not be able to eat <laughs> Your anything entire else. commentary is... <laughs> 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 I, I like the brisket. 
Does anyone have any milk? <laughs> do you have cheese in your pocket? <laughs> Um, yeah, so no, I do like suicide, but I, for our purposes, I don't think that's necessary. Fair enough. Yeah, I think that's okay. No one's going to, we're not going to get hauled before the Hague, you know. I, what does that mean? That's war crimes, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I think it's war, war crimes. Yeah. Hague. We're yeah. not going to get charged with war crimes for not having the suicide wins. God, that's heavy. Yeah. <laughs> well, <all right. laughs> this really dark. This ruined everything. <laughs> Um, so let's start off with some ratings. Uh, uh, Alvin, tell us what you thought about the ribs. The ribs. The ribs. Uh, they were okay. Uh, number. What's that? No, no, do the number at the end. Uh, I think you should do the number at the beginning. The beginning? I disagree. All right. Because I, I think it makes more sense to say your number and then people go, what? And then you explain your number. It's almost... You it's support it's, it with it's documentation. Like should, <laughs> it's almost like we shouldn't discuss this before. We should. Almost, <laughs> but not quite. <laughs> so I'm just an innocent bystander. <laughs> Alvin's along for the ride. All right, so Alvin, give us a number. How uh, many? How many used napkins out of ten? I'm going to say six for the ribs. Okay. Uh, They're very tasty. Uh, really like the meat. The meat was cooked really well. The bones just slid right off, and um, and but um, I didn't feel like there was anything really blowing me away about them. Uh, I, mind you, this whole platter came with like a ramekin full of sauce on the side, but we didn't really pay attention to that at the beginning. And so I felt like without it, it was really lacking the sauce. Right? Yeah, I would agree with that. And, and so I felt like it was still good meat, but the sauce was absolutely necessary, I think. And my second time around going and uh, attacking those ribs with the sauce, it made it considerably better. But on its own, it was just, they were just, they were good, but they weren't necessarily blowing me away. Okay, cool. Love it. Nikki, what about you? Um, doing the number system first, <laughs> I would also say six, actually. We did not pre-discuss this, um, but whoa. no, I, whoa, <laughs> but no, I would also give them a six. Um, ribs are my favorite thing about or in the barbecue world. It's my number one go-to pork product or meat product. Um, it's my favorite. And so I, I, I think I judge ribs a lot more strongly than I would a lot of other meats at a barbecue restaurant because they are my favorite. Um, so I actually, a lot of what Alvin said, I would, I would definitely, uh, echo back on. So, uh, it was very, very lean. They were a baby back rib. Um, despite being baby back, they, which, you know, are generally not super fatty. They, they were very, very lean. Um, I felt up to the point where I wasn't getting enough flavor as a result of that fat not being there to help support the flavor of the pork. Mm. Um, they were fall off the bone, as Alvin said, very, very tender meat. The meat itself was a massive portion. These were not little piddly ribs. They were very, very ample. That I really appreciated. I actually ate a lot less than I normally would of ribs before I got full because they were so meaty. Um, I thought they were very porky tasting. And by that, I mean they weren't super seasoned. And so I couldn't really taste the smoke in contrast with the pork so much. I could just taste pork more than anything else it did have um a light sauce over top of it it was a tomato based sauce um it had a little bit of a sweet kick to it um i think that had there been more sauce i would have got less of just a general porky malaise uh yeah you, one of the things that you had said when we were talking about it at the restaurant was that your feeling on most of the food that was there was that 
it didn't have enough smoky flavor. They all yes. had their own individual flavors, but not right. enough of the smokiness mm-hmm. that yes, people like. Yes, yes. Yeah. I felt like you couldn't necessarily tell, aside from the fact that the tenderness was there and it, they really nailed the tenderness aspect of smoking, it didn't have the, or smoking, smoked? Not smoking, I wouldn't say. Smoking? Smoke, smoking? I don't know. That sounds wrong. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's not like we have a podcast or anything. Um, but... <laughs> But uh, yeah, I did find that overall there was it was lacking that smoky flavor that I really like uh, with you know barbecue restaurants because it's something I can't recreate at home. I don't have a smoker. Right. I can't cook meat for hours and hours and hours. So that's what I really crave when I'm uh, at a barbecue restaurant. And I felt that it was just a little light on that. Um, so the ribs, I would say, were a hearty six. All right. Fair enough. It's a good answer. I am gonna go with a six as well, but what? I had what? But I had a bit of a weird like experience with the ribs because my first rib um, was I felt like a bit dry than I normally like. I don't like my ribs to be incredibly you know saucy or incredibly wet or whatever fatty, whatever you want to call the moisture component of eating the ribs. But I felt that that my first couple bones that I had were a little bit too dry for my taste but then when I went back for my second set of bones fattier uh juicier and really enjoyable and you know I mean that does speak in to some degree to consistency in the way that it's cooked but don't want to necessarily knock the restaurant for that because it could also just be that one particular slab of of pork that we got it could have been particularly lean right and that's what and that's what we we don't know right yeah we'll never find out we'll never know (laughs) because we will never go back there again (laughs) No, I will say this. I, I well, we can talk about this more later um, about you know return visits and whatnot. But uh, but yeah, it was it was better. I, I agree with Alvin on the uh, on the sauce. I think it did absolutely improve the rib. Um, and one of my other notes here was the word yum with an exclamation mark next to it. So yum. <laughs> Just so that everybody knows, it's so subjective. This is, this, like... is a, this is a note that Chris puts on almost anything in his life. That's true. So yeah, yeah it's, it's, like... it's accurate. When I bought my last car, yum. yum, yum. <laughs> it's true. This water is yum. Yum. Wait. Speaking of which. Oh. We might cut that out. Yeah. No, keep it in. This is we want to appeal to the Korean mukbang. Uh, is that what, is that what <laughs> we're doing? We're going for the and the AAS the AMSR a- ASMR ASMR. A- a- I always get it wrong. I don't know. I got the A right, and then I just fall apart. Audio something. A- uh, I think it's it's safe to say that no one will be listening to this podcast <laughs> for the same reasons that they listen to ASMR for. <laughs> like this is not. This is not gonna go. This is not gonna go on the iTunes ASMR podcast the, list. With the cackling voice, yeah. And the, the licking of fingers. Would you like to fall asleep to two idiots and a Gemini award-winning editor? <laughs> nope. No, thank you. Hard pass. Uh, Nikki, uh, tell us what you thought of the um, brisket. brisket. Okay, brisket, I'm going to give a seven. Okay. Um, 
I, I, I like a good brisket. Um, I like, uh, again, I'm, I'm, I like the fat distribution in things because I believe fat gives things flavor. Yes, um, it does. This brisket, overall, I was pretty happy with it. It did have um, a goodly amount of, uh, of fat on it that I felt was pretty well rendered. Um, what I didn't like about it was it didn't have much of a bark. I tend to like more of a crunch on the outside of my brisket. It was, I don't want to use the word soggy because that, that's not accurate, but it was very soft on the outside. <laughs> that sounded way more sexual than it should have. So the bark um, was soft. The bark was soft, and uh, that I wasn't. Uh, and it didn't have much of a much of a, a flavor there. Same thing. Like I just I thought it was um, not smoky again, which not we, smoky we mentioned enough. earlier. Yeah. Not smoky enough for me. Um, I did write it was very tender which it was. It was. It was just completely, you know, the ligaments were mm -hmm. cooked down and you just pull it apart very easily. Um, I also felt that it got progressively more tough towards that bark, mm -hmm. despite the bark being softer. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I also wrote not a very heavy or crunchy bark, uh, but the fat was nicely rendered. And that was my favorite part of it was mm -hmm. that the fat was delicious. Cool. I'll go next. Um, so for me, I'm going to rate the brisket uh, a, a six. Um, I liked it, don't get me wrong, but like for something, I, and I, this is me explaining my rationale for um, for how to rate things. A 10 is like bonkers. A 10 mm -hmm. is like a life-changing experience mm -hmm. where you would bite into that brisket and you actually have to stop what you're doing to enjoy that. And, and that, time stands still. Time stand, <laughs> like that, like that scene in Star Trek Insurrection when Captain Picard <laughs> and the lady from the planet whose name I don't remember who was who was Dr. Octopus's wife in Spider-Man 2 I remember it and, and it was frozen in time just like that just like nope, that that moment exactly. like gen genuinely that's what it feels like that, like I have those moments I think probably there are a couple times um, where I've eaten something and it you you taste it and I I literally like kind of like have a like a little miniature breakdown it's where it's like oh jeez this is so good um, and you, we Nikki and I have eaten at enough barbecue places in the city already yes and, and together and and together quite <laughs> frankly where specifically there are some of those items that exist and we'll be talking about those in upcoming episodes but for me a ten is like bonkers right yeah so for this I'd say it's a six it was a good brisket I agree with all the things that Nikki said won't repeat too many of those. Um, it was, as she said, it cooked more to, as it got towards the outside, which is which is normal for a brisket. Yes. Um, and but I felt like a little bit too dry, close to the bark, and I I really agree with your opinion on the bark itself. Needed to be crunchier, needed to be thicker, um, needed to be more flavorful and and more smoky. But but a six and and I I gotta say like a six is good. Like a six is I am happy. No, with a eating six this is food. very solid. Six, a yeah. six is and like from from my logic of the scale. Because the the for me the ribs were a six, I did feel that I enjoyed the brisket more than the ribs, sure. which is why I was giving it a seven. Yeah, Alvin, your thoughts on the brisket? Uh, I would have to, I would say I'm more aligned with Chris on this. I would say it's a six. Um, the I felt like what was going for me with the the brisket mostly was the texture. Of, and the fat and and how creamy it felt mm -hmm. you know eating like just taking a, a solid bite with the meat and the fat all there and everything like that um and i really enjoyed that but 
there wasn't I, I felt like i was wanting more flavor wise yeah right mm-hmm. i really enjoyed the texture of it uh despite the lack of bark but the uh like yeah it just wanted more flavor out of it and i felt like um uh, if the texture is the only thing really going for me there, which is still good, it's still edible, it's still great. I wouldn't say don't get the the brisket, but right. at the same time, I I just felt like I wanted more. Out so of it. so not a standout, but still good food. Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. It was it was it was well cooked. It was really yeah. really well done. I just yeah. felt like it could have had more to it. Right. Understood. Cool. Cool. So I'm going to go first on the next thing, mm-hmm, sure. and that's the pulled pork, which was the third thing that we had on our list. And I, that's the the one the one thing that we ate that was disappointing to me. The rest of everything else that we had, I really enjoyed and liked. And I have to say, right off the top, the flavor of the pulled pork was good. I definitely enjoyed the sauce that was used to, you know, mixed around in there. Um, and I felt that it was the right amount of fattiness, and I could absolutely see what they were going with it. And I don't know if it's an off night or something else that's going on there but what disappointed me was the texture and i'm very much a texture guy um like i i love the taste of tomatoes for instance um and i I like ketchup and i like tomato sauce but i cannot eat actual tomatoes because of the squidgy bits and that bothers me and so for me the squidgy bits (laughs) (laughs) so for me texture is hugely important and i just felt that the um pulled pork was mushy um in a way that it kind of just and I don't want to say off-putting, but like almost bordering on off-putting. So I'm going to give it a five, um, maybe a four. Um, but it was, uh, yeah, that was that, that was the one half? thing. Well, now, <laughs> now, now we're getting four into. I mean, a four point seven three. Rounding down. I'll, I'll, I will officially say a five. Is what I'm is what I'm going to call that. Okay. Yeah, the for the pulled pork. Right. Um, would still eat it. Uh, we, that was one of the things that was left over after the meal was over. Yes, so, there was actually quite a bit left. Yeah, yeah uh, so we, that's we that's going to go into my belly tomorrow yeah. for lunch, probably. Um, so it's not like I'm not going to eat it. I'm going to eat it, uh, folks. Um, <laughs> but uh, going to eat it tonight. <laughs> no, oh God, we're all so full. Like I have a half of a Boston no coconut cream pie upstairs that you I was going to oh offer you guys for for dessert tonight. Oh but my God, I don't think I'm going to be able to put any. You guys can still have a piece, but maybe. I, We'll see how I feel. <laughs> Nikki just right right now. I'm Nikki's too full the, for water. She's like, <laughs> no, I, dear listeners, you don't know this, but prior to us starting recording tonight, my wife offered us all drinks, and Nikki turned down water because I was too full. Because <laughs> she's too full, and turned down carrot cake at the restaurant, which, which is, is my her... favorite cake mm. in the world. But and it was their the, signature dessert. But at the mention of a coconut cream pie that she could have, her eyes lit, lit up. up. I don't know why. It's not even my favorite pie. I'm just a glutton. That's all that is. I eat, a, I eat a lot. We, we all know this. That's why I'm here. <clears throat> yeah, so that's yeah, that's another thing that you should know is that I'm a I'm a bigger fella and uh Nikki's a smaller lady and uh Alvin you're a smaller fella. I guess. But we can pack it we, away. We can pack it in. Yeah. I, I'm I morbidly more so proud of how much I can eat. Me. I can eat a lot. Like I, I I don't I don't re like I don't know. Like I feel like I eat more than you. Yes. Like that that's a fact. And and I felt like I ate exactly how much I could like like my limit at this dinner, right? Like right. It, sharing this platter. I don't think I could have eaten more. No, same. Dinner, right? like, desserts were not going to yeah, happen. Yeah. No. Which isn't to say that we won't have desserts in other places in the future. <laughs> mm. And isn't to say yeah. we're not going to eat the pie later. No, 
We might. Coconut cream pie. <laughs> Just everybody on the podcast, to all our listeners, you won't be able to answer back, so this is a stupid question. <laughs> I will answer you, for them. Would you like us to eat the pie on air for you? Yes. <laughs> The worst podcast ever. Thanks, Tony, our single listener. <laughs> Who also works in the break wall washroom. Yes. <laughs> Monitoring guests. Monitoring. That's creepy. Mon- no, not, not helping them no. or serving them. No, Monitoring them. <laughs> okay. Um, um, okay. Um, yeah, pulled pork for you, Pulled Alvin. pork. Pulled pork. Uh, I am going to give it a four the pulled pork uh because okay this might come with a bit of a bias but a number of years ago pulled pork was my favorite thing and i ate it all the time it was very trendy a couple years ago it was everywhere like 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 more than a couple years ago like it was and it it was everywhere yeah and it It was the new bacon yeah it was yeah (laughs) and 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 everybody had it and i went everywhere to have it and i at some point i just pulled Pork to myself out. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> but there's so many things wrong with that. Pulling so things is right not okay. <laughs> Porking, that's not all right either. You and can't it say that. To me. Um, so you can swear on the podcast, but you cannot say <laughs> pull, 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 pull pork to myself. Pull so if you're gonna beep it out, this is gonna. <laughs> We should beep it out. Just confuse everybody. Just, even when we're just raiding the. Pool. I was. I was. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yes, so please. So, <laughs> so uh, I just don't. I, I don't gravitate towards pulled pork now because I felt like I had way too much of it a long time ago, and I just don't enjoy it like I used to. And uh, and all the things that Chris mentioned about the texture of it, it, it felt a bit. Uh, soft, a bit soggy, um, and I don't know if this is uh, uh, like we can never tell if this is just like an off night for some of these things or whatnot. But uh, but um, uh, the flavor wasn't doing enough for me. Again, edible, it was yeah. fine. If if uh, if I had leftovers, I would totally eat them, right? Yeah. But uh, but it 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 was like Chris said, the least satisfying piece of the uh, whole thing. But I feel like that is just me and my. Pulled pork baggage. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, what are your thoughts on the pulled pork? I'm also giving it a four. Ooh, mm. right? Yeah. Uh, shock. Rare. We've been we've been very uh, very consistent in, in our opinions, which I, I find actually very interesting because this is the first time we're doing this, and yeah. I was curious to see if we'd feel the same way. And yeah. we didn't discuss. Um, and you and we you eating. and I normally agree on. Most stuff. We do so that, a lot of the time. But yeah. you add a wild card like uh, yeah. Alvin like, Campaign. Yeah, and then it changes. Could be anything. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's pulled porked out. Um, <laughs> so, okay, for me, the pulled pork. So, my bias uh, with pulled pork, dear listeners, is out of the barbecued items, it is probably what I feel is the most overrated. And I've always felt that way about pulled pork. And I think part of it is the pulled pork fatigue that Alvin spoke about. It just, it was everywhere for a very long time. We all ate a lot of it. It was everywhere. A lot of pubs had it. And I just kind of, after a point, got really sick of eating it in general because it's pretty easy to recreate at home. 
um, without a smoker, right? Like you can make a pretty decent pulled pork with a crock pot. Instant pot. Instant pot, which yeah. I love. This is not brought to you by Instant Pot. <laughs> Wait, does everybody here in, in, in the studio? All three, all three of us? All three of us? What a genius. Oh, no, there's Tony. There's Tony. Don't forget Tony. Do we all own... Instant pots? I do. I don't have one yet. I love it. So anyhow, yeah, so we're getting off topic, but... Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Nikki's hands are up. <laughs> Stop talking but, about the Instant Pot. No, only top. because I'll go on a tangent about how much yeah, I love yes. Instant Pots, and that's not what this podcast is about. So hands, there's an Instant... Those hands are for you. Yes. Okay, so you, <laughs> You're telling you, me to stop. You keep, talk, you keep talking, and I'm going to research, so you'll hear, you'll hear some clicking in the background, but... What are you researching? I'm going to research just to see if there's an instant pot podcast instant podcast oh i'm sure there is um, well, okay but you, you but tell now, us what you thought about well now the... i feel like you're not listening to me <laughs> i'm listening i can do two things at once <laughs> i don't think you are okay um so where was i yeah so pulled pork fatigue um so that that is my own bias and i want to put that on the table because i i think that's important um but this one was uh, again i'm gonna sounds like an echo chamber but very similar to what the guys thought um i did think that the texture was kind of mush i don't know how else to describe it it was it was too you know when you pull pork and you're using the forks and you know you're, you're doing that motion to get those strings i i find that if you make it if you go overboard on that and the the all the little segments start to pull off like these tiny little threads when they get to that point where there's these tiny little flippets of thread it, it just the texture changes wildly and I felt like there was a lot of those very, very thin, fine little threads. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to call them, mm -hmm. threads of pork. Um, again, and this was consistent throughout, not smoky enough for me. I didn't, I didn't, if it was, if there was a smoker in there, I couldn't really taste it. It was the least smoky. Yeah, yeah, it was the, yeah, it was the it most, was. I don't, I don't want to, mm, okay. It was bland. Mm -hmm. And I feel kind of bad saying that, but I, it just, there didn't have, it had a sweetness to it. I could taste a sense of sweet. Uh, but aside from that, there wasn't much else for me. It was a tomato-based sauce, obviously. Um, probably had some vinegar in there as well. But it was it was very um, soft and bland and not a lot of fat, again. Um, I don't like big globs of fat in pulled pork. Um, no. Even though I've been saying fat is flavor, I find with pulled pork, the globs tend to be quite unappetizing. They don't have a good texture. Well, I think it's also it's the wrong part of the pig. To, that to part eat, of the pig is eat, not to eat your globs yeah yes. there's not generally a lot of fat no. in, in that area <laughs> and what fat is there generally renders down as part of the cooking and spreads yes, throughout it's part of the sauce yeah. yeah yeah um so yeah four for me mm -hmm. okay cool all right. all right so um we also had uh as a part of that platter meal some wings mm -hmm. which we talked about earlier which was the medium uh, we use the medium uh, medium sauce. hot medium, yes, medium sauce. sauce yeah medium and we chose the smoked sauce. option as well we had the two options right. yeah but I would definitely go back there and try the dusted or whatever the heck it was called. Frisked. That's not it. No, it was dusted. <laughs> dusted. Frisked. What kind of wings are you eating? I don't know. I'll have my wings frisked. <laughs> Look, this is from a place that has people watching you use the... I'm kidding. Again, I want to make this abundantly clear. That did not happen and does not happen. And that everyone at the restaurant was... I, I gotta say the service was fantastic. Can we the, service the service was service very great. good. They were great. Yeah. They were no. They were. They, they were, were fantastic. Yeah. Like I had uh, a pop, and the and as soon as it got 
low. They were like higher here. I was enough. Yeah, they were. They were on the water for me as well. I also like that the waitress we had was very familiar because sometimes we wanted to ask about flavors. Uh, One thing we didn't talk about. uh, We'll we'll get back to the wings. Um, We'll talk about the calamari later. Yeah. (laughs) But the the lady was very knowledgeable with. the ingredients that were used, there yeah. were certain flavors that we were trying to nail down just to make sure we, we had the right idea. And she was very knowledgeable to the menu. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was impressed with that because sometimes the waiters aren't as, as well versed mm-hmm. or they're not as educated in that stuff. And obviously this place cares that their waiters know what's in the food they bring out. And I think uh, one thing that we haven't pointed out yet is that with some of those other like sides that we had is that some of their like... Uh, dressings or whatnot are all made in house, right? She mentioned that, right? Yes, like, she emphasized that yeah. actually quite a bit. That yeah. everything they do is made in house; mm-hmm. nothing is pre-made. All their sauces, their vinaigrettes, mm-hmm. um, all of it is made in house, which I appreciate. So, what did you think of the wings, Nikki? What's your number, and what did you think? Um, okay, the the wings. I'm I'm hovering. I would say a hover six for the, the wings. Yeah, what like is a like hover six. Not quite a six. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Approaching a six. It's We're like rounding it's like, up to six. It, okay. it, it, it might land on the six, but it hasn't decided. That's <laughs> a little confusing because now you're I know, now, it's now descending it's like versus ascending. It's like, it's like, yeah. Wait, it's like a submarine <laughs> where six is the is the surface, and the submarine is just below the surface. Yes. If only I could articulate myself better. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Def- I, I, what you definitely want to be able to do is articulate like I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, so, that's something to aspire to. I would, I would give it a six. Um, they were meaty. One thing I really liked though, they were very juicy, meaty wings. Um, although we did choose the smoked one, and again, I'm sorry, this is really repetitive. Still didn't feel there was enough smoky flavor for me. However, that being said, as a wing, good wing. Yeah. As a smoked wing, eh, not so sure. But yeah. for a wing, I thought it was good. Uh, the sauce was tangy. Had, uh, I personally would have gone hotter for my preference. We did get the medium. By no means is this a bust your taste buds type of flavor. Um, I would have preferred them hotter, but that was just a choice we made as a group. Um, <laughs> well, now you're sorry making, to disappoint <laughs> you. Nikki. You're making it sound like you wanted hotter, and we were all like, "No, Nikki, no, no, no." It was important. Everything. It was important. We didn't get hotter, but the uh, like in hindsight, I, like if I went back there and I ordered wings on their own, which I think I would, quite honestly, I would get the suicide probably. Yeah, the suicide. Yeah, or the okay. or the very or the whatever the next hottest Hot, one right. was. Yeah, hat. hot hat hat. hat. Um, overall, happy with them. So I'm I'm just gonna segue here for a quick second and point out that there does, there does not appear to be an instant pot podcast. However, there are several like slow cookery slash instant potty slash whatever. Instant potty. That's something else. <laughs> that's a different product altogether. That's a different. That's a different podcast. I can see that though. Maybe like Alvin as he's having a kid. Maybe he and his wife should do potty podcasts. Wouldn't it be cool as as we're recording this right now, somewhere in another part of the world, there's three friends making an Instapot podcast, wondering if there's a Toronto barbecue podcast. There's no way. (laughs) Bruce Bolito and and Ricky Bashworth. (laughs) Ricky Bashworth. There's no way anyone anywhere is thinking, is there a Toronto barbecue podcast? <laughs> We're the only people that Stranger would Stranger things have happened. Yeah. Um, so there isn't. But, uh, okay, so Alvin, 
Alvin, your thoughts on, on, on the, the wings? On the wings. I really enjoy the wings. I really, I, I really did. And I... Number? Uh, well, the funny thing is, is that Ooh. I would have been inclined to give it a seven. Okay. okay. But when it comes to rating things on a one to ten scale, I remember uh, a guy I work with occasionally um, out of London, as a businessman, uh, Ryan McElroy. He, he, we were having a discussion uh, one time and he said that, uh, uh, and I don't know where he got this from, but he said, uh, rate it out of 10, but you can't pick seven. Because he said, because he said. So really it's out of nine. Well, no, but he said, he said seven is too, he said seven is too, it's too safe. A lot of people pick seven because it's just like, if it's just like, yeah, okay, I liked it. People pick seven, that sort of thing. But then you, it forces you to pick. Is it either, like, good enough to be an eight, or is it... But the problem with that logic, though, is that it ignores the fact that most restaurants are only able to stay in business by being able to make food that's going to at least rate a seven, a six or a seven, right? Fair enough. So, if you're eating at a restaurant, you're probably eating that, unless you're at, like, a Michelin, you know, whatever, you're at the Fat Duck in London, or... You know, is it in London? I don't know. Wherever the fat duck is. <laughs> this, this doesn't. This is just applies yeah. to like personal taste, sure. not yeah. necessary to like official ratings. I mean, okay, look, I'm not right? gonna find this Ryan McLemore guy. In <laughs> McLemore was McLemore. McLemore. That's the that's the rapper. Yeah, yeah McLemore. Yeah, 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 those were air quotes around rapper. Yeah. <laughs> for those not in the room. <laughs> that whooshy sound you heard. Where? <laughs> whoosh, whoosh. Um, uh, so so you, I would say I would say it's it's they're definitely not Nate. So I would say I would call them six wings. Okay. Right. All right. And, yeah. And and it's it's mostly because they they were fine. Um, and I really enjoyed them. They were tasty. They were saucy. They happened to be, without that extra sauce on the side, they were the sauciest part of the entire yeah. platter. Yes, and we all remarked on that, Yeah, actually. and that was unusual, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, like, they were, they were just good wings, but nothing yeah. terribly outstanding about them. So I would say that I would go there to have wings. I'm I would gonna, too. I'm gonna rate them a seven, but it's gonna be, like, a high seven for mm -hmm. me. Um, hovering I Hovering at an eight? Uh, hovering eight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that's fine. It's fine. Uh, so yeah, so I would say like a good seven, uh, enjoyable. I absolutely like the sauce um, as well, um, but it was nice to again have that option to have a little bit more sauce on there if you wanted to. I thought it paired fantastically with the dill dipping sauce. The dill sauce was good. The dill yes. sauce was it really was good. It was fresh and yeah. creamy. Mm -hmm. um, going yeah. back to that house-made uh, mm -hmm. concept, you could tell it was house-made. It mm -hmm. didn't taste like it was from a, a can or a jar. It was fresh and bright. Yeah. And the horseradish... Uh, <laughs> the horseradish the mayo was really just fresh. Horseradish. It's a difficult word. Horseradish. Horseradish. Okay, wait. Alvin, before you go on, do horseradish, but as an Ermagerd word. Can you? Ermagerd. Hirschradish. <laughs> okay. Hirschradish. Continue with what you were saying about the horseradish sauce. It was good. Yeah, I, I agree with that. However, I will say this. As much as I enjoyed the pairing of the wing with the dill, I also tried the wing with the horseradish sauce accidentally, and that was not a very good pairing. <laughs> I mean, like, obviously, it's not, those two things don't go together, but, uh, so for any of you out there, don't make that mistake. <laughs> he almost went into, like, Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> that's, that's what that, he should do. That was more like, Chewbacca <laughs> than Bobcat Goldthwait. That's why. If Chris has something that's not a good pairing, he turns <laughs> into Bobcat Goldthwait. Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> um... <laughs> 
you know, the interesting thing about the horseradish sauce is, was it intended for the brisket? Like, what was it for? Well, generally, horseradish goes with roast beef or beef or okay. So, so I assumed it was for the brisket, I guess. But I or the fries. Like, I tried it. I ended up just doing the fries and the horseradish. That's what I. I didn't really. I did uh, make the mistake of accidentally at the end, absentmindedly dipping some of the rib. In the horseradish, I do not recommend that. Um, no, that wasn't, wasn't a good. Oh, that just wasn't. That was Bob Gagelthwaite. That was, <laughs> that was a Bob Go- Bob Gagelthwaite level of uh, of not a good pairing. We officially now we have a wait, we have a new official, we have a new official <laughs> jurisdiction here. If something is not a good pairing, henceforth it is Bob Gagelthwaite level. No explanation beyond that. We're sticking. I don't really know. Like, <laughs> it's so like bobcat. It doesn't. It's so it's like, like chewy. It or does, like it sounds like a baby. Or, or really bad Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm not a regular Arnold. Like in no, any moment, bad, it's bad Arnold. Yeah, but no, but Arnold when he like on what uh, Total Recall when he and the woman get ejected onto the surface of Mars. <laughs> And he's going. That's what it sounded a little bit like. That, yeah. yeah so, but like but, a bad version of that. Yeah. Right. So that's a new jurisdiction. If if there's a poor pairing of flavors, bobcat. It's it is a bobcat. Are we are we agreeing? Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Done. I'm it, just the guest it, diner. It, <laughs> it shall be done. Okay. Good. Thank okay, you. Moving great. on. Uh, Alvin, what did you think of the fries? Fries are really good. Um, <laughs> They were uh, crispy. By the time I got to, I mean, later on, I think they had just gone a bit soggy, but uh, they were they were really good. Especially, I don't know, like I would not have expected them to uh, be good in the, the dill sauce. Uh, or were... rather, I wouldn't have expected my, like, to be dipping them in the dill sauce, but it was really good with the fries. They were right? fries. I didn't use a, a, a single dollop of ketchup. Yeah. No, neither time. did I. I, just, I, was, yeah. I was dipping the yeah. sauce. I'm going to give the fries a seven. Okay, I'm going to give the fries an eight. Ooh. I really like the fries. I thought they were not too, like, I like, obviously they're made out of potatoes, so they should be potato-y, but I hate it when fries are too potato-y. It's like, <laughs> if I wanted that, I would eat a, I don't know, like a baked potato or something. <laughs> I want my f- potatoes to be crisp and, you know, yummy. So, anyways, the the, the French fried potatoes um, were... <laughs> and I sure do like some French fried potatoes. <laughs> um... They were good. Uh, they were an eight. I really liked them. Um, Alvin is right that they did get soggy towards the end, which is like not anybody's fault. That's, that's just in their normal. defense too. There yeah. was a bunch of meat piled on them. Well, yeah, and, and that's, that's what like, I'm. That's, that's how what they I'm, were presented. So, and that's what I'm just about to say. And actually, if you go and look on our Instagram um, or our Facebook or Twitter or any of the social medias, I think we're on Tinder too. I don't know. Um, <laughs> if you go, any, if you go to any of those, you'll see that. Uh, that like the the meat was literally as Nikki just said piled on top of a bed of fries. Um, but what I actually liked about them being soggy was that towards the very end, basically the fat from all the meat had like <laughs> leached into the that... and I was like, oh, that's awfully good. That so that I really liked. There were nice really little liked. crunchy bits too yeah. left at the end that I was yeah, I was yeah. going on. So we definitely, I definitely, and uh, Nikki, your thoughts on the fries? Uh, fries were a home run for me as well. Um, I would give them an eight. Yes. Yeah, they were good. Um, they were crispy. Um, what else can I say about them? They they held up as about as good as a fry could when piled under a bunch of meat. Um, they they did get kind of soggy fast, but I wouldn't hold it against the fries themselves. It's no, in their nature not. to sog. Yeah. 
Yes. At some point. Yes. Um, they had a nice crunchy coating. Um, one thing I wrote as well, and I remember from my notes, was uh, I wrote that they were really nicely seasoned. I didn't find them too salty. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel that they needed more salt. Um, I can be adverse to salt if there's like a lot of salt. And sometimes I think things are, especially fries or popcorn, can be really heavily salted up to the point where all you can taste is salt. Yeah. This had a really nice salt to fat to potato ratio. Um, and I, I, I enjoyed them. They were good. Cool. Um, if I will segue to the next carb, the little buns. Yes. Oh, yeah, the um, slider so, buns. So the platter yeah. we got had four little slider buns, uh, but they were garlic bread buns on the interior. They had uh, some sort of garlic butter. garlic butter paste on them. Not not too heavy on it either, but it, it had soaked into the bun. I really like them. Um, I think they were house-made as well. Um, they didn't appear to... I think they make them in the house. I don't think they were bought elsewhere. Yeah, those may have been, but... They may have been, they were, but they, they, they like tasted it. fresh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe... Wait, I have to check my notes because I, I think my, my exact quote was delightful bun. What did I write? That's almost as good as yum. Oh, no, no. That's even, no, I wrote something even worse. I wrote, this was my note for the bun. Garlic bread bun, crispy on the outside, soft on the inside, just a little happy bun. That's what I wrote. <laughs> that's an amazing note. What are you talking just about? Just a little happy bun. And it is. They were just was little just happy. happy buns. So you little guys are anthropomorphizing bun. the buns. Yes. The buns have become happy. Yes. Yeah. They okay. can feel human emotion. And now it's dead. <laughs> In our bellies. It's the most magical restaurant with anthropomorphized buns. We are happy I enjoy bun the buns. killers. What I, what I also liked about the bun option is, you know, a lot of restaurants, especially if it's like Texas style, you'll get the, you know, white toast. Yeah. Not even toast, rather. White bread. Texas toast. Texas toast. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's called. Thank you. <laughs> the Texas the, the te- Texas, Texas bread. And I just... I don't really like that very much because it's super bland and it's obviously just from some bag, you know. I think it's but generally this... supposed to be for sopping. Up. No, it's supposed to be for sopping. Yeah. No, and I, I understand that, but I'm I I like that it was a separate flavor component that had the garlic in it. Um, wasn't overly buttery either. They didn't overdo it by slabbing on a bunch of butter. Uh, I thought they were delightful. The buns, I enjoyed the buns. I agree with the bun assessment. Happy little bun. Happy little bun. Definitely. I didn't, I mean, the garlic butter with the bread itself was like good pairing. It was not a Bobcat Goldthwait. No. (laughs) So that we can officially say that. What is the opposite? You know, oddly, the very first thing that popped into my head, which I can't explain, this makes no sense. I thought Sigourney Weaver. What? I don't know. I just want my brain wet. If If it's a good pairing... It's Sigourney. I was going to suggest Michael Winslow. That's what I was going to say. No, that, yeah! makes, that makes way more sense. But I Michael like mine Winslow. better. Because they're both comedians. They're both in the, those <laughs> terrible, terrible um, police, police academy, academy films. <laughs> I can accept that. We, we, we don't have to call it a Sigourney. The problem if we do is if we call something a Michael Winslow, people are going to have to, like, not that we haven't been doing this the entire podcast, but people are going to have to imitate sounds. Because if you do yeah. Michael Winslow, you kind of have to. So let's avoid that. So it's that. a Sigourney. It's a Sigourney <laughs> Weaver. That, so good flavor pairings are uh, is it Sigourney? Sigourney. Is it Sigourney? And I bad did. flavor pairings is a Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> yeah. Also, Not just a Bobcat, but a Bobcat, Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> I want to apologize to all of our listeners. 
Especially Bob Campbell. <laughs> and Sigourney Weaver, frankly. BCG, so we're yes. going to call them from now on. And I want to apologize to all our future Steiners as well, because they're going to have to put up They'll with this They'll be very confused. Yeah. What's what? a Bobcat complaint? <laughs> uh, so they also had coleslaw as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, 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 I want to kick off on the coleslaw talk because coleslaw is very near and dear to my heart. My Uncle Joe, um, who passed about four or five years ago now, he um, he used to own a um, fish and chip shop in Mississauga. Penny's Fish and Chips on Dundas Street near Winston Churchill Boulevard. And he made coleslaw. They made coleslaw there in-house. And it was the same coleslaw that Penny's Fish and Chips, which had been owned by previous people before my aunt and uncle bought it, um, for like, I don't know, like decades, like 40 years of the exact same coleslaw. And it was amazing. It was a creamy coleslaw, not a vinegar-based coleslaw. Um, and what we had tonight was also a creamy coleslaw. Mm-hmm. And I'm very hard on coleslaw. I am a, I am a ruthless taskmaster. <laughs> it's in his blood. It's in my blood. Um, and I have to say, I, I did like the coleslaw, but I'm, I'm still probably going to give the coleslaw about a four. So like Ooh. I would I would eat it again if I was there. It would definitely be a side that I would pick. But I found that the strands were too long, so it was awkward to eat. It was very thick pieces of cabbage. Yeah. They were at least a quarter of an inch thick. Yeah. If not thicker in some parts. Yeah, and the long. They were like Yeah, they were, they were long. long. They yeah. were they were like at least three or four inches. Three or probably. four inches long and yeah. at least half an inch wide. Wasn't as saucy as I would have liked it to have been. And it didn't have like enough of like a, I don't know, some other sort of seasoning in there to mm-hmm. really spruce it up. But the sauce that was there, the creamy sauce that was there was good. It was decent. Um, but like I said, it's maybe a little bit unfair, but I'm very hard on coleslaw. So I'm going to give the coleslaw a four. Mm-hmm. Nikki. Okay. I think it's a style thing. Um, I'm going to give it a five. Um, I liked that it was creamy, but it didn't have a lot of sauce. I think sometimes they can really overdo it with the mayo or creamy seasoning. I like the juxtaposition of a light coating of of uh, of uh, creamy sauce versus the the crunchiness of the cabbage. There was a lot of cabbage in it. Um, I did feel that the texture was unusual for a coleslaw because it was very chunky. It was like chunky style coleslaw. <laughs> uh, um, it had um, a celery seed flavor uh, yeah. hint that I liked. I, I like that too. I didn't think that they overdid it. Um, I do like celery seed based uh, flavor for if it's coleslaw. Cr- if it's creamy, if it's, it's creamy. gotta have celery. It's gotta have celery in it. I'm okay if it doesn't, seed. if they do something else interesting with it. It's not like a diehard thing for me. Um, uh, it didn't have one thing I, I remember writing too was it had I think I wrote wisps of carrot. It was like <laughs> it had like you know when you take a grater and you take like a baby carrot and you put it on like the lower end of the grater and you, those tiny little shards. Mm-hmm. There, it was very little carrot, like mm-hmm. I yeah. like very little in contrast to these big massive sheets like, of why cabbage. Did you even put that no, there? honestly, <laughs> like it just seemed yeah. like the carrot was like an afterthought almost. Like oh yeah, wait, this has carrot <laughs> in it too. Um, so I I mean I still I like the flavor. I just felt that it they should have just chopped it up more. I think if if they if they had taken more time to make it thinner and easier to eat, I actually probably would have rated it even higher because I liked the flavor. Cool. Alvin? It, it was, I, okay, I would say a five as well. And that's, I don't know if that's even fair because like the, <clears throat> the coleslaw didn't really land for me. It just, like there was nothing registering. I ate it and it was 
fine to eat, but I don't really remember much about it. And I don't remember thinking about it very hard. <laughs> so. Do you, is that something that's expected? Uh, I guess. I so. thought about the coleslaw so, so hard. Well, I mean, like you guys have put more thought into the coleslaw than I have, and in in this case, it's like I I I, I just did, I I remember having a few bites. I remember thinking that they, the strands were pretty long. With wisps of Wis- carrot. And the wisps of carrot. I do recall thinking I saw like one little sliver of Shred orange. Shred of carrot. Yeah. Yeah. It, <clears throat> in there uh maybe i did think about this more than I thought. <laughs> or we're influencing you <laughs> yeah, one or maybe, the other i don't know but um there was nothing bad about the coleslaw in my opinion right i yeah. i feel like i prefer my coleslaw is a bit creamier but uh in the end it's a five five for me cool and one thing i found interesting was that while we were eating at one point in time nikki somehow managed to hit herself in the face with some of the food <laughs> thanks for sharing that you're welcome with everybody you're welcome and when i need I was... to explain what happened though <laughs> well, well wait <laughs> Before you do that, I will give you the opportunity <laughs> to defend yourself. Thank but you. But what, what, after that happened, I was eating some of the coleslaw, and the strands were so long that I'm like, I'm going to pull a Nikki and hit myself in the face with some of this coleslaw. It did not happen. I can safely say that that did not happen, but I did find it awkward to eat. It and was so, awkward to eat. It was. So, like, what, it, so, okay, so how did you hit yourself in the face okay. with so when I was eating a rib, and as we described earlier, they were genuinely fall off the bone. Yeah. Like, when you held them up, they would kind of fall apart on you. And I was holding the bone, and I was beginning to eat the top part of the meat part of the rib, and then the whole thing just kind of fell out from under the bone and then swung back because I moved my <laughs> hand because it startled me, and then the massive... <laughs> I'm so startled. I'm so startled. And then the big mass of me hit me in the nose. And you guys thankfully didn't see that part. You saw the immediate after reaction. I saw you you laugh at yourself. Where I was laughing at myself and wiping my nose. And then I admitted that I'd hit myself in the nose with a rib. Um, That it was embarrassing. I'm really glad you didn't see it. Smokey and the brisket's more like klutzy and the brisket. Also, uh, so have we determined that Nikki, you are smoky? No, neither of us is anything. It's brisket, just smoky. If I had to choose, I would be the brisket. <laughs> the problem with that, though, is you know, obviously, we're playing on the uh, smoky the, 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 the films from the seventies and eighties of Burt Reynolds, and rest in peace, Burt Reynolds. I should also point that out, uh, who recently passed away. If I'm smoky, that means I'm the cops. I don't want to be the cops. I don't think of it that way. I think of it more like it's just like, hey, Smokey! <laughs> it's, like, it's just some guy named what? Smokey. What <laughs> voice was that? That was know. almost a little Bobcat Goldthwait, too. <laughs> you know what I was trying to do? This, this podcast was, is <laughs> more of a Bobcat Goldthwait podcast than a barbecue <laughs> Than a Sigourney podcast. The podcast as a whole is way more Bobcat Goldthwait than Sigourney Weaver at yes. this point um and i'm sorry because that's my influence um what was they saying um uh, uh oh i genuinely lost track of what i was talking you were talking about your voice uh, my voice you were talking about how you hit yourself with the no, no but then there was no because you were talking about how I, I totally smoky did. does not make you think of the cop oh and you said what was that voice that's what i was yeah trying i was trying to, to figure out what that voice I was, was thinking of slurms mckenzie from futurama <laughs> The original party worm? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I can make it. <laughs> I'm all partied out. But it's like, hey, I'm smoky. That was that was what I was going for. All right. I apologize. That's fine. No, that's t- totally fine. <laughs> Everyone who is eventually going to listen to this. Not everybody uh, can be a Sigourney Nikki. <laughs> 
they're all going to think that we're lunatics. But it's fine. That's all right. That's it's okay. fine. That's it's okay. I know my mom's going to gonna listen. That I can promise you. Any, anyone else in that shit? You don't think my your mom, dad? Yeah. You don't think your dad will listen? No, my dad will listen, but I think my mom will be the first to listen. Hi, Marie. First. Hi, Marie. Hi, Marie. Hi, Willie. Second. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what so I think the only thing we have left from a food perspective was our um, calamari. Uh, yeah, the calamari. Our uh, um, that was our appetizer. appetizer. So you see, now I'm very clever as a <laughs> person who formerly went to school for radio broadcasting. I try to be clever and interesting. So even though we ate the appetizer first, we're talking about it last. See, that's really. <laughs> That's really interesting because I also went to school for television, broadcasting, and radio, and I don't remember learning that they ever. They didn't teach you to do calamari last? No. Maybe. No, it was always calamari first or else it's worst. That oh. was the phrase. Awful. Well, I learned that from Howard Stern, who always talks about the appetizer last. It's true. It's not true. I'm lying. Um, so the calamari, Alvin, what did you think of the calamari? Uh, the calamari, it's funny, when I think about what I said earlier about the sevens, and I gave the fries a seven, I think. Yeah, what the hell? Contradicted That's a good myself. Point. Okay, I, I really that. like the calamari. I could eat yeah. that, like, all night. I'm yes. going to give that an eight. Yes. And especially with the, uh, the, uh, chipotle sauce. Yeah. Um, uh, in-house made chipotle sauce, uh. For the calamari, it was really good. If I just had a giant plate of those in front of me, I could just go to town, and uh, I would be perfectly happy with that. Really nice, light batter on them. Mm -hmm. Crispy, but light. It wasn't too heavy. It wasn't overdone, and uh, the calamari was really tender, and uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I'm going to go eight as well. Um, for me, the thing that stuck out the most was that it wasn't too oily. Like, you can go to some places that even specialize in Mediterranean rest, like Mediterranean food. Like, uh, here in Toronto, of course, we live um, very near to the Danforth, which, for, for those who don't know, the city of Toronto is an world-renowned for its Greek restaurants um, and Mediterranean cuisine. And if you're not from Toronto and you're still listening to this, good for you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So they, so even some of the places that I've had calamari at, which I think I've probably had calamari at like a dozen restaurants on the Danforth, mm -hmm. and even some of those places have oilier than what we got tonight. I felt it was really lacking in the oiliness, which is great because you don't want to overdo it that. Mm -hmm. And I agree with Alvin. The, the flavor was fantastic. I am giving it an eight. Um, the side salad that came with it, which is like, like when do you get a side salad with... With a calamari. Or yeah. really with any appetizer, usually not, right? No. Or, and yeah. it was actually a, a, like an ample side salad. It was, I, it was salad. well thought out. I, I have a whole opinion on the side okay, salad. Okay, well, so then I'll let, you, uh, I'll let you talk about the salad, the side salad then. And right. give us your number first, though. Yes. Um, I also think the calamari was a hit. Who knew you could have gray calamari at a, uh, at a barbecue restaurant? I'm going to give it an eight. Um, it was not rubbery. They knew yes. how to cook mm -hmm. this calamari. It yeah. was perfectly cooked, very well seasoned, light, crispy, airy, a um, little bit of pepper, uh, not too much salt, really good cohesion of flavor. I also appreciated, although Chris said he sees this more, but I was, I was delighted by the fact that they, they used the two types of calamari. So there was the little tiny 
squids, uh, like tentacles. the whole whole squid. They had the tentacles and the rings. Yeah, yeah, they had, but there was like no the whole squid though. It wasn't just the tentacle. It was like well, yeah, the, the whole body, the whole mini. Is that, the, is that a baby? That's got to be a. It's baby, like a baby right? squid, is that I what guess. It is? And then there's the t- the tubes, but they had both. Wait, is it squid or is it octopus? I thought it was octopus. Octopus. Mm. We don't know anything about food. Why are we, <laughs> Why doing, are we this? doing this? <laughs> well, the, the calamari. Whatever it was. I like that it had both um, because it, it created interesting texture as well. So right. obviously the, the little ones had more of a, a crispy, crunchy texture, um, a little less meaty. Um, it was great. I would go back for the calamari. Now, to the side salad. Um, I felt like it was really notable just because it is so bizarre to have such a completely thought out. Like I've been to restaurants where you order a real dish that comes with a side salad, like a dinner platter, you know, mm-hmm. $30 dinner or something. And then the salad is just some meek, sad, wilted spring mix with some sort of vinaigrette on top, and that's it. You know, that bag of spring mix that everybody uses. Mm. Um, this wasn't the case. They they did use the spring mix, but um, I wrote, came with unexpected side salad with mango and strawberries, mixed green, tomato, carrot, cucumber, creamy yellow mang- mango vinaigrette dressing, um, and also a lemon wedge for the uh, the, for the um, calamari. calamari, which, which I, we never used. I used at the very end. <laughs> I don't. I don't care for lemon on calamari. I like lemon and calamari, and I didn't realize it was there until the last second. So my very last bite, I, I did a, a lemon wedge. Uh, but the the salad I thought was actually really thoughtful for what would otherwise be considered a throwaway salad that yeah, no one would right. eat. Yeah. It had a lot of vegetables in it and fruits and it had flavors that you normally don't get in a side salad it was beyond tomato and cucumber it was beyond just spring mix i really appreciated that i thought it was a really nice thoughtful touch when they otherwise could have just had a throwaway product it was like we were getting like an appetizer and a half mm-hmm. yeah kind of thing so for the record the calamari and the side salad is a sigourney it's a sigourney yes it, That's yes a sigourney. yes That's very sigourney. good Alvin. yes <laughs> very good he's learning <laughs> Aren't we all? I particularly find baked beans to be horrific and disgusting. I love them. I will not be doing any kind of... (laughs) I will not be doing any kind of prognostication... Or not prognostication, but I will not be doing any kind of analysis on baked beans. However, Nikki will be. So we want to present to you, and and I'm going to fake this intro music for this next segment. (laughs) And maybe we'll put it on... Uh, a we'll blooper reel a proper one later. for later, yeah. but I'm gonna actually record a proper one. But here's here's the uh, here's the um, the intro, the segue intro for Nikki's Bean Minute. Nikki's, Nikki's, Nick, Nikki's, Nick, Nikki's Bean Minute, Bean Minute. Pew, 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 pew. Oh, beans! They didn't have beans, guys. That was Nikki's Beans Minute. Beans, beans, minute, beans, minute. Pew, 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 pew. Oh, beans! <laughs> Yeah, they didn't have beans, guys. I what was, is up with that? I was disappointed. It's a barbecue joint. You gotta did, have beans. It was weird because they just they didn't have all the typical, aside from fries. Yeah. They didn't have the typical, they had quinoa. Quinoa. But they didn't have Did we talk beans. about, I'm sorry. We, did we, 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 we did. mentioned so, the quinoa. Yeah. So like, yeah. basically this place is in the beaches. And for those of you who don't know the city of Toronto or don't know this about the beaches, it's a, it's an upscale area of the city mm-hmm. where a lot of, I want to say like, yuppies, I guess for lack of a better term. I mean that in the nicest way if that's possible, um, live. Like, a lot of people who go to shop with their double-wide strollers on a Saturday and want to go into the book city and the 
I don't know, the other stores that are there on that strip of the beaches. And <laughs> Whatever they, they are. Yeah, and they want to go into a place like, like this because, oh, yeah, I've heard barbecue's fun. And so they go into, they go <laughs> into the barbecue. We just lost all our all beaches, beaches listeners. <laughs> Sorry, beaches listeners. Or either they're very smart and they are, agree with me. Um, one of those two things. Um, anyway, so. Or the, they enjoy the parody. Or they do, maybe. Maybe it's that. Uh, so anyways, they are going into a place and they're, that's, again, I'm not knocking these people. I'm saying that their tastes are, are for sure? things. Well, yeah, I, I'm sure. Maybe we're going to edit this part. Out. Um, but their tastes are to have something that's a little bit, I guess, healthier because that's a healthier lifestyle down in the beaches, I guess. People who are from a higher socioeconomic. It's like the California of Toronto. It is, I guess you, you could say that. But so. people of a so higher socioeconomic status generally tend to be because they have the means to do so, they generally tend to be, you know, more health conscious and so mm -hmm. forth. Um, and, and I think that, uh, you know, they're going into a place and they're not going to necessarily want to have baked beans or mac and cheese and that they're more likely to eat something like a quinoa or one of the, gosh, I think six or eight salads that were on the menu, mm -hmm. which is something you don't normally see. So again, no. not knocking the, the choice. Breakwall obviously has to run a business and they have to have a good business model and they have to uh, serve the customers that are in the area and I think that people who are going in there are going to want that type of food so you, we can't knock them for that at all um, so you know they didn't have that but like I mean it's a barbecue place it was odd I did find it odd um, I do understand you know the, the, the predicament they're in because of their location what does work for them and clearly works for them is that it's a place where you could go so if I was going with somebody who wasn't necessarily into barbecue it's still a place we both could enjoy i could get some barbecue items they could get something more sensible <laughs> um, <laughs> um not, and good though like it wasn't it's not just something that's just like, no it's not just like a sa sad salad again yeah. right because yeah, you know yeah. a lot of barbecue places if you take your vegan friend or whatever they're not going to be eating anything no. there's like nothing to eat for you generally you know? speaking that you know but at this restaurant yeah. there are things that you can mm -hmm. your vegetarian friend could eat mm -hmm. and probably be very satisfied or, or just your friend who, like my wife doesn't like barbecue no and uh, if I was taking her there, there would be at least, I don't know, probably at least a dozen options. There were a lot had. of options, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, certainly not hurting them. I mean, it was busy there tonight. Yeah, it was a, it was a barbecue, barbecue restaurant and more. And more, yeah. And for a, a Tuesday, it was pretty busy. Yeah. There is some recent Toronto barbecue news that we should probably share with some people. We didn't discuss this ahead of time, but I'm doing it. I like it. You're going to do that? Yeah. Oh, beans. <laughs> no, that passed. All right. One, two, three. So in Toronto barbecue news, uh, you might heard that Electric Mud, which has been open for a fairly large number of years, is clothing. Oh closing. no! It's clothing. They're not clothing. They're closing. They have a clothing line now. Uh, so Electric Mud will be closing, which it, which is a little bit um, sad. <laughs> You're really gonna keep that up the entire time? No. I mean, technically. I just wanted to see how long he would stand it. So <laughs> longer than I thought. And her, I'm crying. Her microphone. I want to point out that her microphone bleeds into my. So even though the fact that I'm recording all three of our tracks separately and could turn off your track anytime I want, it's still probably going to pick up your doo-doo-doo-doo. But what's interesting is that I, if I had to guess as a person who has a fair amount of experience with audio recording, because you're that far away from me, your doo-doo-doo-doots would have come in at exactly the right level for my regular voice. And I know that because of my training at Ryerson University. <laughs> Thank you, Ryerson. 
almost as good as where I went, Slumber Cottage. I mean, Humber College. <laughs> Sorry, I got all confused. Um, so yeah, Electric Mud, Mud is closing, which I, if I'm being completely honest, I didn't really like Electric Mud all that much, so I'm not, you know, saddened to hear too much about it. But, you know, anytime a restaurant closes, there's people who are no longer working, and that's obviously a sad thing, and hopefully some other um, entity in the area takes over that location and, and uh, puts something else there and puts some more people back into work because we could certainly use that in the city of Toronto right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so Electric Mud is closing. One of the other things I noticed for doing research for the show and starting up the Twitter account and all that stuff is that seasonal special order barbecue stuff is really a thing in the city of Toronto. So we just recently had Canadian Thanksgiving. For all you American listeners, that happens in October, not in weird November like you people. Just so close to Christmas. So close to it's, Yeah, it's weird. Come on. It should be farther away. Uh, so in any case, um, they, like a whole bunch of them had like, a whole bunch of the bar- local barbecue places had turkeys. You could get smoked turkeys for Ooh, Thanksgiving. That'd be good. Which I thought about doing, except um, I went away to Ottawa for for Thanksgiving weekend, so that would have been weird to take a fully cooked, smoked turkey in the car 300 or 400 kilometers east. Weird or awesome. It sounds like the makings of a country song to me. I'm also pretty sure my mother-in-law would have killed me for showing was, up with a cooked turkey <laughs> I was gonna when say, she was making a turkey. That sounds yeah, like the insulting. premise for like a National Lampoon's it, movie yes. or something. Yeah, and All then we have to up... do to win Curly's gold <laughs> is take this smoked turkey cross-state. <laughs> and, and then, then somehow it ends up on someone's foot. <laughs> and then they, 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 National Lampoon's Turkey Road Trip. <laughs> that could be a thing. It is okay. now. <laughs> it is. It is now. Yeah. Um, so I would be a Have they ever been wait. in a movie together? <laughs> but wait, is it gonna be? Is it going to be, like, regular Bobcat, or is it going to be 1980s, 90s, weird voice Bobcat? Uh, I don't know. No, 80s, 80s. It's got to be 80s. It has to be 80s Sigourney and 80s Bobcat. Can you imagine being married? (laughs) Can you imagine being married to someone with that voice? (laughs) He puts it on, though. It's not his real voice. Obviously, God, I hope so. Um... (laughs) But yeah, that would that would be terrible. So let's not let that happen. Uh, to poor Sigourney Weaver having to live that. Have we alienated a younger demographic by bringing up these stars? <laughs> They're gonna have. <laughs> I think everybody knows Sorry, who Sigourney Weaver is, though, right? Do because they, well, she was in that Avatar movie, that terrible Avatar movie. I guess so. Wow, that made you sound so old. <laughs> that Avatar, that movie. Avatar movie. Stay off my lawn, yeah, James was... Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but I don't think they're going to know who Bobcat... Because he's a director now. He doesn't even... No, he doesn't do doesn't the, really do much. The, I think he does the, a little bit of acting and stuff, but he mainly directs okay, yeah, films yeah. now. The and apparently movie. he's quite good. Apparently he's a good... He's like a... Mm-hmm. I want to say renowned, but like he gets a lot of critical acclaim for his directing. Mm-hmm. This I, I, podcast I, is way <laughs> too much about Bobcat Goldthwait. We have to stop. And I don't want to edit any of it out because it's kind of funny. It's funny to us. Yeah. And yeah. that's all that matters. No, I think um, some other people will find it. I, I don't want to keep talking about barbecue. <laughs> oh, I just want to finish my thought on seasonal barbecue. Okay, oh, yes, right. right. I would recommend right, it. this is a barbecue podcast. I forgot. Okay. Every, every, everyone who's listening, if you're in the Toronto area, have a look at the different um, Twitter sites or whatever social media you like to follow website or even the websites for the local barbecue joints because i think you'll probably see 
specific Christmas barbecue items available. Probably, I would guess, turkeys yes. again. And Smoke Signals now only exclusively does catering. That's so right. So yes, that would be another... an example of a, a place you might want yeah. to uh, use for a family function in the future. Yeah. Uh, perhaps a wedding. Now, back to Bob Kegel's <laughs> uh, I just wanted to say that if we ever get to a point where we get a shout-out on Twitter... <laughs> From Bobcat Goldthwait, <laughs> I am taking us out Wait, for a night why, on the town. I feel like if this if this podcast gets enough traction, which it's not going to, but if it does, we could have Bobcat Goldthwait. We could never get Sigourney Weaver. I mean, there's just <laughs> no, no there's no chance. Of, uh, she has a really Wait, good sense of humor, but there's but, no way we get Sigourney But we could get Bobcat Goldthwait. But that's almost like insulting to, to it's Bobcat. Bit, it's yeah. like, yeah, Sigourney's bit. too good for us, but <laughs> I feel like, I, but I feel like he understands that Sigourney Weaver is, Maybe, you know, we know. You don't know. Reach for we, those stars. We, we haven't, we haven't tried, have we? Yeah. It's true. It could happen one day. I'd say yeah. we, like, this is your podcast. <laughs> Alvin, you you get to be but you've made Death it so Diner Emeritus. Right, yeah. okay. He's the OG. I'll just have a different name every time. <laughs> I like it. We'll just use a voice uh, changer. <laughs> for every, every episode one of those voice changes if, like I'm, the terrifying one that will sound like you're like asking for ransom money yeah. you know like I'll, just, I'll, I'll give the rips nine <laughs> <laughs> or maybe we'll get like a uh, we'll, <laughs> this will kill two birds with one stone we'll get a voice changer to make Alvin sound like Bobcat Goldthwait <laughs> does such a wonderful anxiety have exist <laughs> God, I hope so. Is the technology real? Is there an oh, app? You could definitely do that. We got it. There's no app for it, though. There has to be. I'm something. looking right now. Oh, no, you're well, look. I mean, if they can make anybody sound like anyone to a point now where the FBI has to have like a full forensics analysis unit that can like look at videos, fake videos, and right. and audio files and determine what's a real audio recording and what's not. Like that right. thing that uh, was it. Jordan Peele did for for Barack Obama. Oh yeah, where they yeah. basically just they faked Obama. Yeah, sorry. And yeah. they used they used a piece of software to make Jordan Peele's voice sound like Barack Obama. I mean, like no, but if, I think that's his that. impersonation of Barack. No, Obama. no, 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 that one. Well, okay, if I remember correctly from yeah. reading articles about it, they actually did have a piece of software that. Oh, I see. Okay. I mean, it probably helps that his voice is closer. Right. So the yeah. algorithm that it uses to pull those two things together is probably easier. Right. But I mean, I don't see any reason why we couldn't do a Bobcat Goldthwait version. <laughs> Does anyone know his real name? I for, I forget it. I'm just asking. If, I I did not like know Eugene this. Eugene Sampson or something. <laughs> not even close. It's Robert Francis Goldthwaite. Oh, oh. There you go. and he was born May 26, 1962. So he is Bob Goldthwaite. Yeah, he's he's Robert Goldthwaite. Um, also, there was one. T I was I wasn't laughing when you were talking about the Obama thing, but I was reading, which is why I was laughing. And one of the articles I found was, so Bobcat Goldthwait, does he really sound like that? Is <laughs> the title of the article. Um, he does not. No, it is, it no, is put on. Talk. Yeah, so um, like, yeah, he's yeah, a was, really smart guy. Yes, no, it, was, it, was, smart. it was a character yeah. that he yeah. played. Yeah. Really? We are talking about Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> this is <laughs> ridiculous. I'm sorry. <laughs> this was not my fault, though. I did not bring him was, up first. My contribution was, was Sigourney. No, my contribution was Sigourney. It was a little bit your fault. Twitter listeners, who started Bobcat Goldthwait? Was it, was it me or was it Chris? 
Well, I'm the one who made the Chris. noise. Right. I'm the one that's mentioned it in the first place. <laughs> yeah. But it works. And this is... So, like, I listen to a fair number of podcasts, mostly with my wife. And I don't know if you guys listen to many podcasts. But one of the things that all podcasts have is in-jokes. So, we're, oh, just, yeah. we're just starting... We're just the next in a long line of people who do inside jokes... Uh, like my favorite murder has say sexy and don't get murdered and uh the uh film four podcast um for the bbc with mark kermode and um simon mayo has uh say hello to jason isaacs or just hello to jason isaacs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um the, the in jokes in all the podcasts so i think we're not, probably okay not hardcore history with dan carlin do they does he not have any there are no jokes there it's all very very dark <laughs> There's no room for humor in history. The murder of Archduke Franz Ferdinand. (laughs) It's not like, well, let's make some jokes about that guy. Just saying. (laughs) No, I I think we'll have our own little language as as we continue on. Okay, yes. I I like our rating system. I'm I'm, I'm happy. Right. Cool. So we don't really have any more segments to cover, um, but we'll just do a quick wrap up here. Uh, the first episode ever of Smokey and the Brisket. With Congratulations, myself. you got through the whole thing. We did. <laughs> with myself, Chris Melito, and... Nikki Ashworth. And our guest diner, Alvin O'Beans Campana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we ate at Breakwall Restaurant in Toronto in the Beaches District on Queen Street, just east of Woodbine. Give it a shot. They are available at breakwallbbq.ca, and of course they're on all the social media platforms. You can find them. Um, I would, I, I mean, like if I was going to give a one number of all of the numbers to rate the, the entire experience, the food, the ambiance, the service, all of that stuff, I think I would probably give it a seven. I would too. Alvin? I'm going to say seven. So we're going to give it a seven across the board. Um, we don't know where our next location is yet. We haven't decided that, but it'll be somewhere in the West end of Toronto because yes. we did East end this time. We don't know who our next guest is, but it's probably going to be somebody who's probably going to be my boyfriend. <laughs> Is it, we'll do Dean next. We'll do Dean we'll next. Do next. <laughs> we'll do Dean next. We'll get through all of our close people first. <laughs> See who's it's, left. Pro- it's probably better that way. Uh, and I guess that's going to be it for Smokey and the Brisket. Thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Nikki, say goodbye. Goodbye. Alvin. And I want to say thank you, first of all, to Smokey and the Brisket, and goodbye. Good night. Bom, bom, bom. Smokey and the brisket, Nikki and Chris will eat it. Tell you if it's great or if it's not. Two, three, four. Barbecue in T.O. Toronto. Not what it's known for, but that's where we are, so it'll do. Woo! Woo!